Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have a beautiful soul here with me today. This is a dear friend of mine. Her name is Steph Morani, and um, she's a singer-songwriter, and she is also the founder of the Stay Gold Movement. I met her a couple of years ago at this amazing program called um, SCI. This was the WLS leadership program, and she became a fast sister, fast friend, and I love her to death, and I'm excited that she's here with us to share her talents and her mission in life. Like I said, she's a singer, she's a songwriter, she's got her own foundation, she is one of a kind. And so let's talk a little bit about her. She's a singer-songwriter. And she started an internationally inclusive movement founded in Hawaii that is based on her recent Nahoku Hano Hano award-winning album, Stay Gold. The Stay Gold movement, named after the uh, title track, helps go from feeling shut down to living a life of meaning and purpose by learning and implementing the eight pillars of the Stay Gold Principle. A multi-award winning recording artist, Steph recently released her newest single called Use My Imagination, which was inspired and directed towards those who are sending their love, sending their loved ones out to war. I heard the song. It is beautiful, amigas. You need to go and purchase this song. And so this song is a part of her latest project under the Stay Gold movement. And she's been written up in many locations. And um, 
she she really is proud of this movement and her movement is is for everyone regardless of age race or sexual orientation steph uh, shares with over a thousand members from hawaii to kenya to europe how to stay gold or stay true to themselves in an ever-changing world Steph has mentored the international group for the last 18 months with dramatic results catching the attention of Huffington Post, Deepak Chopra, and other various national media outlets. She also currently sits on the Forbes Musician Coalition. I can't believe she's my friend. I really can't. Like This woman is such a powerhouse, and I'm excited to have her here on Amiga Hand Your Shit podcast. So without further ado, this is my very, very good friend, Steph Morani. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I am excited, excited, excited today because I get to talk to my sister. Okay, so we met at WLS, which is a part of the SLIDE program. It's a leadership for women, and we just had a little chat before coming on the mic how valuable that time was and how we really, really um, definitely been able to thrive as a result of being in those circles and how we get to be as women and level up and know that we're not alone. We're not alone. And, and uh, Steph has been doing this um, through her music, Amigas. She's a talented musician. She is a songwriter, singer. I mean, I have so much to tell you. I already provided you the intro, but let me tell you something. This beautiful soul is here to talk to us about what it what it's taken for her to be um, the songwriter she is today and how she started a movement. And I know, amigas out there, you're going to love her story. So welcome, Steph. How are you, my Thank love? Thank you. Aloha from the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great. It's it's a beautiful day and it's so wonderful to see you. Oh, oh, likewise, my love. Thank you so much for being here. And I know Amiga's out there. So she's from Hawaii, but she, I mean, she wasn't born in Hawaii. She actually is from Cali, right? Yeah, I'm a Santa Cruz native. Yeah, Santa Cruz wow. native. So there's a story behind that. Like, how did that come about? So please tell us, Steph, what happened? Why, what, what led you to move to Hawaii? So um, my brother was a professional skimboarder and he moved to Maui in 1992 when he was like 17 or 18. And I essentially followed him to Maui and I visited him and just immediately fell in love. It was like Santa Cruz, but warm, <laughs> like less people, less pollution. Yeah. Um, so I, I fell in love and I've been here now, um, since 99, 1999. So that's been, wow, that is a long time. So now that you've been in Hawaii, I know, did you, were you always a, a singer? I mean, cause I don't, that I don't know. Were you like born with, uh, this talent and then you decided to continue on or were you influenced by someone to be a singer? Great question. So um, I come from three generations of uh, music writers and players. So my my grandfather, my maternal grandfather was a jazz pianist. 
And my mother is a singer songwriter. My brothers are singer songwriters. My uncles play guitar. So everyone is very musical. So I grew up around not just playing music, but performing live and writing original material. So it's very much just a natural part of how I operate and how I express myself. Oh my God, that is so neat because that's like the opposite of how I grew up. <laughs> I mean, uh, to embrace creativity and make money as at, do you know in your craft, you know that's like super important because we got to survive somehow or another. But but what this is beautiful that you had like generations, um, you know, of musicians that inspired you, and so. I know you have told me before that um, your mom was a was a very big inspiration. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's actually interesting because my mom was very extroverted. Um, I mean, I remember being a little girl and singing in her band when I was three when they'd rehearse. So she was like this like idol for me and I tend to be a bit more of an introvert so I'm very heavy on the writing and creativity side but I perform and learned to do that just because I needed to get my music out but I kind of um I kind of fell through the cracks and lived in her shadows because I I just didn't I just didn't want to like upstage her um, and I do think there were some mother-daughter dynamics going on there. Um, I can only speak to my side of that, um, but it was really not naturally easy for me to get out and be a full-on um, recording artist and performer. Um, it took me a while to do that, but yes, I have always done it, but I started professionally going out and performing my work and you know collecting money for that um not until i was about 28 years old wow yeah. and so steph i mean i know you and i've had conversations about your background and i know as a musician you did all these amazing things but i know that there was there was like a i would have to say a religious hiccup perhaps um, um, something that happened. And I want, I want Amigas to know this because, um, I'm sure there are Amigas out there who belong to a certain religion and they can't seem to get out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. It's, it's not like you're trapped inside of a, like a, a home where you can just open the door and walk out because you're mentally trapped, right? Because you only know what you know, you don't know, and you are not aware of things that you just are not aware of. And as simple as that sounds, it's really important to understand that when you are deciding to make a drastic change in your life. So um, a little bit about my background, my, my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-aunt raised me. They are from Italy. So they are staunch Roman Catholic. Um, my grandmother was the secretary of the Italian Catholic Federation in San Francisco. Um, my father raised in parochial school, um, smoked a cigarette outside of the Monsignor's office, got kicked out, 
of Catholic high school, went to Santa Cruz High with my mom, got pregnant. My dad was 16 and my mom was 17 when they got pregnant. And uh, so I was raised by, so I was raised in an atheist home. My father became atheist mm -hmm. and a Roman Catholic home. And then my mother became a Jehovah's witness when I was a toddler. She got, um, she became like an official Jehovah's witness when I would think I was six years old. So in any given week, I would be in a different home. So there were different rules. There were different names for things, different beliefs. And so it actually created this very disconnected, misaligned portion of myself. And I had to understand this in order to bring myself into alignment. Um, I got married at 18 into my mother's religion. I became a dedicated Jehovah's Witness. And then at the age of 36, half a lifetime later, I got on a plane, we were in Maui, and I just walked away from my marriage and my religion. And with wow. very good reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, that's the like cliff noted version. And my upcoming book, I'm going to be um, revealing m many more details of that. But this isn't something people talk about. Yeah. Because the, the, biggest message they want you to know when you're in a high controlled religious organization, one of the most culty things that they teach is that if you defect, you will be subjected to a smear campaign mm -hmm. internally inside the organization. And based on the fact that part of like in, in the Jehovah's Witness religion, you're not allowed to have any connections or attachments outside of the organization. So a smear campaign is employed. I never got disfellowshipped or removed as a Jehovah's Witness. I just left, um, which makes people very uncomfortable because I was a very dedicated Jehovah's Witness. Mm -hmm. It was like overnight and no one knew why, but the people, the church leaders knew why and they launched a smear campaign and so did my ex-husband. And I did not defend myself. I'm like, you guys do what you need to do. I didn't try to enlighten anyone. And um, what they do is they, they set you on fire and they put you out and watch you die. And it's everyone you ever knew and you don't have attachments outside of that. And you're told that everyone outside of that organization is a puppet of the devil. So this is important because it's not just one religious organization. These are common tactics that are very culty. Um, that, but what it does is it creates like programming in your brain that you're not aware of because you're, you're only conscious of what, like 10% yeah. of your, your programming and what motivates you 90% of that. How do you access that to unprogram yourself? And, and before I left, I spoke with a church elder and I said, I talked about brainwashing and he looked at me and smiled and he said, you are being brainwashed. Your brain is being washed. Isn't that a good thing? Oh so I, right, because I was naive. I'm like, no, they're just people make mistakes. Like I had made so many excuses for things that are inexcusable, like severe abuse and manipulation. And, and the, the thing that makes it culty is there's the, there are these workarounds where you can't leave and your family will reject you right? It's, it's, it's like you, people don't survive this. So I'm speaking out about it 
yeah. because you can survive it yes. and you are a good person. And yes, they tell you that you're a bad person and that is just a tactic. So if I can, if I can share that yeah. one thing with people who, who choose autonomy and integrity, I left that organization because of my own integrity to my God and to myself. Because the truth is like, it, it, it doesn't have hiccups. Yeah. When, when people start kind of like having to be cast aside and shushed and killed off, there's something wrong. And, and I, I wish I would have had me 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh my God, thank you for sharing that because yeah. I mean, you hear the stories, but yeah. I don't think... People don't talk about it. Yeah, there, no. there is not, there is no space to talk about this. It's very scary. Yeah. No, thank you. Because I'm sure this message will resonate with someone who's, who's considering wanting to get out, but they're just so scared that they, that, um, of the repercussions. Cause as you said, you get ostracized and there's a smear campaign. Yeah. So you said, everyone, does this include your mom? Yes. Your mom. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so my, my mother actually, and you know, and she's, she's concerned for my salvation, right? Yeah. So she, as a mother will do anything to manipulate, beg, borrow, steal, cheat to save my life. So what my mother said to me at the time is that the, she said that the devil had won me from God. Like I was part of a card hand. And that was, that led to the lowest time of my life because it's meant to break every bone in your body yeah yeah so my book is about the eight steps to survive this and what it has to do with is focusing on your integrity yeah and your sense of self and you and I were talking about this uh, before the show free will right so yes. free will is is comes into play here because if i'm gifted with free will and it's being taken away from me and i'm seeking spirituality in a place where my spirit is being deliberately broken then something is not right and so that i encourage people because it's easy to get wrapped up in being angry and feeling this, this loop of injustice and entitlement. That is not the path to surviving this. No. You have to very carefully go inward and remember who you are. Yeah. And it could be the very reason that you are in this organization is why you're leaving it. And that is my experience. Oh my God, that is so, oh my God, you're giving me chills because remembering who you are and that goes across everything in life, remembering who you are. And so Steph, you decided, okay, I'm remembering who I am. I'm a musician. I'm a songwriter. I get to do these things and I get to get away from these limitations, the, this uh, entrapment. And, and so you go off and explore your talents in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, let's talk a little bit about your exploration as a musician, because I know that 
you create all these wonderful songs and you write these amazing words and lyrics. And I know you have a song, you have a, a, a new song that um, is out and I heard it and I was like, oh my God, I love it. I totally love it. And, and it's called, let me make sure, um, Use My Imagination. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, mm-hmm. okay. So tell us, what inspires you in music? And, and especially with this song. You know, it's interesting because it's a drive. It's something drives me to do this because it's my purpose. And I don't know exactly how it all works, but I think all the theories still filter into the idea that we are purposeful human beings. And that if we, again, look internally, then we can see what our purpose is. And, um, when people try, I just want to add this. And when people try to yank that away from you, watch out for that because that's your power, yeah. right? That's your connection to source, to yourself, to the universe, science, God, whatever. Okay, I went off on a tangent. What was the question? No, no, you did. Oh, the song, the song. Because yeah. there's just this this divine inspiration, right? Your music is divinely led. You, you put the whatever your higher self or your God is just sending you these messages and you're putting to paper and then you're bringing it out to the masses. And like, what a gift that is. Literally, what a gift. Yeah, it is. And it helped me to survive. And I'm now able to support people actively and radically in some situations because they, they're being acknowledged. And sometimes that's all we need. Yeah. I see you. You're not crazy. This was, this is, this is a system that you were in and you, you with your free will can make a choice. Um, and all people can do is try to talk you out of believing that you have free will, that you are powerful, that you are good, that you are beautiful and you are love. Um, as far as being like divinely, uh, I have my, here's what I think at the moment and my, my thoughts are always changing, but I think I suspect it's possible that the things in the universe were set in motion a long time ago. Right. And that when we work in harmony with the universe, things go really well, which has everything to do with liberation and freedom and autonomy and free will not control and domination and manipulation. And so to assume that universal things are, you know, on a scale from one, you know, one to a hundred or a hundred and fear and hate and all those low vibrational things are on a scale from one to 10, right? The only way that we can think that, that, that those tactics can flip us upside down with love on our side is if we believe that that's the only way. So my music is very much like, I just let it flow naturally. I don't know exactly how it all works and I'm okay not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that, you know, I create music that creates a frequency and I have the tools to broadcast that to billions of people. Oh, 
I mean, say that again. Billions of people. You billions of people. How does that make you feel? Like coming from this cult to this. Wow. I believe in in the infinite ability to spread love and that it is far more powerful than hate, far more powerful than darkness. What we are susceptible to is brainwashing. Yes. Having our brains scrambled. I've been there and I had to unscramble my brains. I'm still working on it. And, you know, but I believe that those, so, so my book is about the stay gold principle, which is an acronym with eight points and it's, it's eight core values. And they're because they're universal principles that harmonize with the universe, easy to remember. And when you implement them, your life changes and you don't have to put out fires. Yeah. You have to swallow your ego though. Yeah. So you have to give up comfort and you got to give up some things, but it is well worth it, especially if you're in crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to get my hands on that book. Do you have a name for it? It's, you know, I'm, I haven't unveiled the entire name yet because I am in final editing and I'm going to wait. Okay. Um, yeah. Like when I create a song, I always wait until the end and go, okay, what is this? Because when I'm writing the book, it's like creating a cake, but I'm not sure if I'm going to put cho- you know, chocolate frosting on it or how I'm going to frame it to be of the greatest value to the world. Yeah. But stay tuned and I will definitely let you know, Jackie. Uh, and it's, it's coming this summer. They, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Oh, wonderful, amiga. So listen, I know you created the Stay Gold Movement and I really want to touch upon that. What is it? And how does one get involved in it? Um, I know that this has to do with the musicians. And I know for amigas out there who are not aware, it's nice for them to get a little preview. What, do you, what is it all about? Okay, so uh, quick history. Um, I wrote, an, this is actually my third album is Stay Gold. This is a song that I wrote while I was on my back lanai in Maui. And it was just about you know remaining kind and soft despite the challenges that you go through in the world. So like facing that challenge and not becoming bitter and keeping your childlike sense of wonder. And so in reality, that's about me, right? But I was writing it for a friend who was going through hard times and I saw her becoming hardened. So I I created a whole album. This is the title track and it won the biggest music award you can get in the state of Hawaii which is the Nahoku Hanohano Award, which is a huge honor because I'm not Hawaiian and it is a Hawaiian award. Mm. Um, And so I got to speak in front of 1.7 million people about what it meant. So I'm like, I better, I guess I better figure out what it really means so I can explain it. And then when the pandemic hit, people were like, what what does it mean? We started a nonprofit and I started an educational program, which was... Um, and I created the matrix, the eight core values and the principle. And I, I did this. Okay. So I'm sitting in a pandemic. I can't leave. I can't get on stage and perform. Like I'm benched and it's, it's heartbreaking. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, this has been a little bit of an emotional crutch for me to express myself that way. So I, I took this class and I graduated online to uh, pitch and present and 
teach online. And um, so I put out this marketing campaign and I was like, let's just see what comes in. Cause this is just a game now with the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a game. Cause I don't have control over what happens. So I, I have a gentleman from Kenya. I have a Swiss doctor in um, Germany. I have people from all over the world all ages, races, sexual orientations that came together for one year. And we did the stay gold workshop to see if people would get tangible results and if it was truly inclusive. And it was. Yeah. So, so the movement was born by the people. People wanted more of it. How do we do this? Like we need something easy to implement. And I didn't realize this, but I was raised by my great grandmother who was born in Italy in 1894 till I was seven and my, my grandmother and my great aunt, and I received these incredible values. And I realized people don't know about those old world values yeah. that they still work now. And you incorporate those just gently into your everyday life and it changes your mindset that's really what you're changing you want to change the world then you change your mindset because if we all believed a certain way that everybody is you know has it, you know it it's a gift having free will that everybody deserves that we don't go around telling other people what to do we, we take care of ourselves and our own heart and how, our, how we're being, right? Right. Oh my God. Yeah. I so, love this. So it became a movement. And if anybody wants to join, the movement is dedicated to education and hearing other people's stories coming forward. The, the message is you're not alone. So to join, it's, a, it's just a group on Facebook right now. It has over a thousand members and we are working on organizing it further as it's growing. And we do workshops periodically. I do. I conduct them um, with a lot of participation and incredible stories from other members about how they've been able to stay gold despite challenging circumstances. So the, the group name is um, the Stay Gold Movement. So just come on in, um, join us. And uh, if you want to submit your story or something that you think would be helpful for the group, um, then we look at that and I, I do some free coaching and, and we put things together and we, we work to build each other up um, in a way that's inclusive, which means I don't tell anybody what I think they should do because I don't know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I love that stuff. So we're definitely going to put it in the show notes. So if anybody is interested uh, to be part of a movement and then also attend any of those workshops and possibly donate money because it's a nonprofit, right? Yes. So for the nonprofit, it, the, they can go to staygoldhawaii.com. And yeah, we appreciate that. What we do is we support artists that cannot get on stage yeah. because of the pandemic so they can feed their families. And we we support artists who are already supporting the elderly and people in the community. So it's a, it's a pay it forward program. So it's not, it's not like a, a charity at all. You're supporting people who are supporting people. Nice. Well, that's how the universe works, right? 
Yeah. You give and you and you get. You give and you get. You give and you get. Yep. I'm so excited for this, these new things that are happening for you. And I, and I can't wait to see you and give you a big hug and, and for us to collaborate on something. Cause I mean, really, I mean, girl, you're handling your shit. So before I let <laughs> you go, before I let you go, can you give me one or two tips on how an amiga can handle her shit? Oh man. Okay. Um, okay. So tip number one is who are you, who is around you? Who do you spend the majority of your time with? And that is going to reflect who you will become. So if you don't like what you're seeing, then you can gracefully. So the, the core principle for G on Stay Gold is to be graceful and be gracious. Yeah. Move the pieces around and bring people in closer who emulate who you want to be. So that's, that's a very powerful, um, has been very powerful for me. Um, if you are going through any kind of isolation or where you think you're in some sort of like mental enslavement, join the Stay Gold movement, reach out, DM um, the administrator, and I will be um, available to support you or give you some ways that you can support yourself. And this is something that I do uh, free of charge um, because it's my purpose, you know, and it's my way of giving back because I am where I am because of the gifts I've been given. This is, this was me like up a Creek without a paddle. Yeah. I was handed a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. So if you're feeling scared, reach out, join our group. There's no chart. There's no money involved. Um, it's just something we do to, to encourage each other. And I think this is how we're going to change the world. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you. Absolutely. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Steph. I mean, this is such a beautiful conversation and I know we're going to have more, but I know you have some other, another, another interview that you got to get to. So I'm so, so happy that you made the time to be here with us at Amiga Handle Your Show Podcast. Of course. It's so good to see you, Jackie. I love your face. <laughs> oh, I love you too. I love you too. So I'm excited. And so amigas, you all know, uh, stay gold. You know, it's, it, this is, this movement is huge and it started in Hawaii and it's all over the world. So please, please DM or, you know, or face, you said you have a Facebook page. And so um, we're going to put it on the show notes for you all. Thank you so much, Steph. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me, Jackie. Love you. Love you too. Aloha. Aloha. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.